What is going on, guys? It is your boy TKD. I want you to be here back here in Plays and Source, and this is, of course, Road to PS5, Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Who's Luke and who's Darth Vader? Uh, I'll be Darth uh, Vader. It's fine. I'll 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 die on the hill. It's fine. Oh, I was just about to say I'll be Darth Vader. All good. Oh well, well, it's interesting. How about how about you be Anakin that comes back at the end? You know who is as the a real Force Ghost? No, 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 no. I mean, like you. Oh, and it's like dying moments. Yeah, because how old were you when you learned that the title of Episode Six is talking about Anakin and not Luke? Uh, I was today. I'm today. Really? Yeah. No. I Yo, didn't. it was like two years ago. Someone was talking. It was someone at work, I think. And like he enlightened me to like, no, Return of the Jedi. That's Anakin. They're talking about how he returns in the end. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> wow, <laughs> blew me back. But. Besides all that, this is, of course, the weekly podcast series about any and all things PS5 as we head towards the release of the PlayStation 5. With me, of course, we already said a few words at the beginning, my luxurious co-host, the Arachne. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. We have a, we have, a, we have like a meatloaf of a show. We do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of veggies in there, a lot of meat, a lot of uh, perhaps uncooked meat. Who knows? We'll see. It's going to get a little bit dirty today. I don't know where we are gonna see but before we get all to that you can catch the show here on youtube.com source as well as your favorite podcast service every sunday at 10 a.m by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on apple Podcasts, google play podcast spotify and any other major podcast service or by just searching playstation source podcast feed to support the show you can of course like and subscribe as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description the prince tier and the king tier are one dollars and five dollars respectively they give you access to different channel badges emotes as well as shout outs and all pss content just like the homies Caleb Kaiser, Bashful Brody, Owen, Arachnite, and all the other great members as well. Follow us on other platforms such as Discord and Twitter down below in the description. We had a lot of people join the Discord yesterday. We did. I liked it. I was like, what's good, homies? What's popping? You know what I'm saying? It was a great time. But uh, definitely join that Discord down below in the description. Of course, you know, episode six, the elephant in the room. The Play the Drive Showcase did go down. We talked a little bit about it last week when it officially got confirmed and everything about what they had to do to be able to uh, to really achieve a success at this showcase. Uh, we're going to get into that because a lot of things have happened. But we're going to swiftly move through what we've been playing and a little bit of news as well that doesn't pertain to the showcase. And then we're going to go right into the nitty gritty of our full recap of the showcase. But... I guess first off, I'll start with you, Knight. Is there anything that you've been playing this week in particular? Uh, I started replaying the original Dead Rising. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. I did not see that coming. Okay. Yeah. I feel like... Are you uh, playing on PC, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's always been a favorite game of mine, and I haven't played it in a few years. And my order of Mario 3D All-Stars got canceled, and I didn't feel like waiting for it to download. So... Mm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some Dead Rising. Wait, your pre-order of 3D All-Stars got canceled? Yeah, there was an issue with how I how I pre-ordered it. So, they're like, yeah. Was it physically or digitally? Uh, I got it digitally. There was an issue with my account. Oh, oh okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so they're like, oh, yeah. Just like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, you can re- or like you can, well, you know, pre-order it again. 
like now now that everything's fixed like wow that's crazy the game's already launched mm. I, it's like i'll just I'll, I'll i'll download it when i go to bed and so i i played through the original dead rising it's a lot i remember it being a lot harder when i was a dumb kid and didn't, <laughs> didn't know how games worked how my famous story about i didn't know what r3 and l3 were yeah even though in, in loading screens i would click down the buttons of the analog sticks we've all done things like that it's i i man i don't i don't know man that i still can't believe i went that long not understanding r3 and l3 but i it uh it is what it is <laughs> i i remember dropping dead rising when i was younger and just watching a playthrough of it because the arrow was pointing towards a wall and when i would mm. run to the wall it would turn around and it was just something i had to pick up like there was something on the ground i had to pick oh. up and i was like you know what the game's broken i'm done i yeah. can see like if there's not a problem to like hey x to pick up or whatever it would be on xbox or you know whatever yeah. console you're playing as i can see that being a definite issue for sure if you're not aware of it yeah and so i was like you know this is dumb uh and i went back to it it's like wait it's right there and Man. I picked it up and I was fine. I was like, wow, I really was, like, I was a little slow. <laughs> so. I I, I have my PS2, right? And I almost want to get component to HDMI and stream me finishing Star Wars Episode Three, Because I never could because I didn't understand R3 and L3 like an idiot. So I kind of want to go back and redeem myself as an adult. But who knows? I, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um... Other than the Dead Rising, uh, just uh, what what else have I been playing? Uh, no, yeah, um, one of my friends who's been up in college had a like in a, a free few days, mm -hmm. so we've just been playing a bunch of like smaller games, like just games that everybody can play. Like you know, Among Us, we played some. Uh, we played some Worms, WMD, Tricky Towers, which is just competitive Tetris. Dude, I want to... I downloaded Among Us, right? Because I was not... I thought it was a PC game, right? Right. If I'm... Because I just heard people talking about it on Twitter. I never saw gameplay of it. I've seen, like, little screenshots of, like, the scoreboard and everything, I think, or mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know, but I thought it was a PC game. Lo and behold, it's on your phone. So I downloaded it, and I've only played the training, like, free play type things where you get to get familiar with, I guess, the tasks you have yeah. to do. I haven't actually played the game of Among Us, but I definitely want to. It's it's on both. It is on PC and mobile. I see. Okay, I see, I see, I see, I see. It's, uh, as you it's know, fun. Yeah. As you know, I, I don't have a PC, but I believe you can plug your phone into your Mac, and Elgato can screen capture off it so in theory i could stream it hmm. i'm pretty sure i could do that i would i the double check and see but i know there's something where you could easily record iphone gameplay on your elgato but it looks fun it looks yeah fun. it is fun it's uh it's fun to just point accusations with no basis <laughs> it's just like i don't know blue seems kind of sus and then blue's fucking gone just because you said that like man like are is this like is this validating like trolls and you're just like making baseless claims about stuff like is that actually fun Who knows? uh it, it, <laughs> it the, uh, i we we all learned that how to convince everybody is just to be the loudest person in the room 
Mm, precisely. Precisely. It's, it's really fun to, like, especially if you're the imposter. Like, I don't know. Blue seem kind of sus. I, I feel like I could sway the opinion of the public, I think. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, you met, if anybody calls you out for, even if there's no basis on it, it's over. If I get called out in, like, Among Us, there's no way I can rebuttal. Because I'll just start laughing if it actually is me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I have a very bad poker face. But I can make a strong case for someone else. I can, I can jump through hoops to, to, to hopefully get the people behind me. But who knows? What have you been playing? I, sir, beat Crash 1 Remake. I saw. In the bag. Took me about, I think, eight and a half to nine hours. Um, honestly, wasn't as hard. As I thought it was going to be. It was definitely no God of War 1 type difficulty. God of War 1 was, was the thing that I don't ever want to experience again. To be completely honest. But I think overall, like I think the synopsis is that while Crash 1 definitely has some challenging moments. Definitely has some challenging levels for sure. That you can see my stream series on the playlist on the channel. Nice little playlist. It's only three episodes, so very, very quick. And I think Crash 2, I think we're like over halfway done with that as well in the first stream. So these games are really moving which i i appreciate personally um but crash one uh although hard at definite times it's still fun at its core you know like it's still a re really really fun experience so overall great time uh love what they've done with the remake i've been going back and seeing like uh side by side comparisons from the old crash to the new crash and uh it's 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 a great it's a great remake you know it yeah, feels absolutely. really well seems like a real work of love and stuff like that so big fan of crash one good stuff good stuff crash two though has been very interesting we, now we got the slide going on we got ducking going on you know what i'm saying um and and it's a it's a it is satisfying to make those those like far jumps with the slide with the slide at the last minute to get momentum and the jump you know what i'm saying adding a lot of complexity to the levels for sure um but yeah no i'm i'm liking crash two as well Definitely moving at a at a pace that is like oh man, moving real 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 quickly. But I do like the added replayability as well in Crash Two, where you go back to get more gems and more gems and different stuff like that, as right. opposed to the purple ones that you get to like mainly beat the golden path, if you will. Right. So so far it's been good. I think next stream I I think next stream I stream it. Next stream I stream it. Wow. Um, I think that might be the last one for Crash Two because. I think I only have two worlds left after where I left off, so it's it, it, it's moving at a pace that I for sure appreciate. Like I said before, I also beat Avengers: Arachnite. I I did. How was that? Overall, as a now, I'm no I'm no comic fan, right? I didn't grow up reading comics. You know what I'm saying, unlike you, Arachnite, of course. Um, so I'm I'm definitely from the Marvel point of view. I'm definitely an MCU fan first, for sure. Um, second, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in the games. And, like, MCU, I'll throw in the shows as well that are loosely connected to the MCU as well, but still are to a certain degree. Um, Avengers Story is great, man. I like it a lot. Dude, there's there's some... Arachne, I know we have been looking at Avengers with kind of like a side eye before release. You know what I'm saying? But I got to tell you, there's some really good surprises in Avengers that I think you would like. I really think so. Like, now, I don't know if you would like it so much to pay 60 That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because 
while I don't necessarily um, regret paying 60, I could easily see someone that is going in for primarily a single player perspective. And like, I'm not really going for only single player. Like I, I do plan on going back and doing, uh, you know, some of the rank ups for my heroes and different stuff like that. And definitely coming back for story content as well over the course of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, DLC characters that they add down the road. But I could see someone that just wants to go for the story and that's it. Being a little bit like, eh, you know, 60, 40 sounds a lot better. I think, I think 40, is the highest that you should aim for arachnid and honestly i think with black friday coming up i think you can pay less than that you know what i'm saying so and uh you know they put out a patch yesterday that had over like a thousand fixes in it as well so which is cool as well so definitely the game is improving overall um from a state that it was already improved from the beta so overall enjoy the vendors man it's solid i like the story a lot a lot of cool stuff kamala's great yeah, big fan, big fan. And last up here, I guess the one I'll do the 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 shortest amount of time I spent in Black Ops Cold War, Iraq Night. I'm what in the think? alpha. What do you think of it? Dude, I'm so afraid to talk about. It. I I put in the in the Joy Clicks boys I message chat that I'm afraid to talk about this game. Cause look, let let's let's lay it out. Iraq Night. If you're not aware, I'm sure you're probably aware, right? I be like I am a COD fanboy. Right? Not so much these days, like as prominently, but in like, you know, Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 2, you know what I'm saying? Modern Warfare 3 as well, you know. I was a Call of Duty fanboy, right? Like one of the reasons why I wanted to start making content was because I wanted to be a Call of Duty YouTuber. I swear on my life, hmm. right? Like that was that was it for me growing up, right? And I gotta tell you, man, Black Ops Cold War. I promise you, bro, it feels like Black Ops One. It really does. Now, like, I'm really afraid to say that because I feel like I don't because, dude, like, I feel like I've been so burned in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, goes I thought was pretty cool, and then like ended up not being that great. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, especially with, like, betas and everything, like, Black Ops 4 beta was pretty cool, and it wasn't really my favorite Black Ops as a whole, even though it's pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Modern Warfare as well. Overall, like, Modern Warfare, I still like Modern Warfare as a COD game. I know it has a lot of issues and problems with it overall, but I still appreciate Modern Warfare, but, man, Black Ops Cold War, bro, it, it's, it's doing it for me, man. It's, it's doing it for me. I don't know if it's the nostalgia of going back to the Cold War era from the original Black Ops. I don't know what it is, but it feels like like it. Iraq Knight, did you play a lot of Black Ops 1? I did. A lot of okay. Black Ops 1. Okay, the last thing I'm going to say. Okay, have you gone back to it recently? Just to play zombies. Okay. Um, okay, so maybe you might understand what I'm about to say here. Okay, so at least I felt like in Black Ops multiplayer, right? Even when it was in its heyday that there was a level of jank to Black Ops feeling that still made it fun. Does that make sense? Kind of? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying... So, th this is probably the first time I'm going to use jank in a very nice way <laughs> to compliment the game. Um, because it's not like it's inherently jank, but the time to kill speed in Black Ops Cold War is emulating that jank. 
you know and definitely the connection as well which is in essence a bad thing for the game right yeah. like it's definitely a downfall but it it's reminding me of black ops one how its connection wasn't the best in that game as well it's it's networking if you will you know what i'm saying so i i don't like the ttk you don't like a fast time to kill i uh, mean i mean a slow a slow time yeah, to kill, I, say? I think it needs to be a, f a little faster Oh, dude, I don't know. I think it's in a sweet spot that I can fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really liking the time to kill. I think it. I think it offers a a window for a gunfight to allow for one of the people in the gunfight to, you know, evade from the gunfight, reassess, and then come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, um, I don't know. Like, I think, I think, I just much prefer that than like a fast time to kill, like in. Uh, Modern Warfare, you know what I'm saying? All the other games by Infinity Ward, you know? It's... I, like... I just get drop shot a lot more when the TTK is higher. Mm. Because they have more time to, like, drop and then re get their aim back to normal. Right. And just kill you. And it's like... If you drop shot, if anybody here drop shots, go fuck yourself. Damn! Like calling it out. That's the only way you can get kills. I'm so sick of it. Like no. I yo, I don't mean the boast, bro. But I was tearing it up in Cold War, bro. It. I was, I was, I was tearing it up at like 1 a.m. last night when all the hardcores were online and none of the you know casuals were online. Oh yeah. Did you hear about the SBMM? Bro, this is another thing, bro. Oh my god, it irks me. Listen, skill based matchmaking. I am a hundred percent on this on the spectrum of like, why isn't, why was it that when Black Ops Two came out with League Play, one of the greatest things that came to COD, you know what I'm saying, a separate playlist that had a ranking system, that had skill based matchmaking, and that was it, boom. And then the regular playlist was solely based on location of where you are connecting to the servers. That's, I feel like, how it should have been this entire time. I don't know why skill-based matchmaking is in public playlist. It doesn't make sense to me. I know why it's there. It's to protect those that aren't that skilled, because then they get skilled with lesser skill players, and they aren't turned off by the game in that manner. But it really does punish those that love the game and want to play it a lot. It, it punishes them. Like, it's literally punishing you for getting good at the game. It's counterintuitive, you know? I I, I didn't have an issue. Like, I don't really have an issue with SBMM. Oh, like, really? I mean, I do pretty consistently, like, across the board. I, right. Like, I was doing, like, a 1.5 ratio. Like, nothing crazy, but it was okay. Um, Like, throughout my, like, I only played, like, five or six games. And I was doing, right. like, an average of, like, 1.5. Um... And it was it was fine. Like I didn't feel like I was like getting thrown around. I like one point five I feel like is a good KDR ratio. Or KDR. Oh yeah. 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 Um it's like it, it was weird. Like the reason I didn't like it very much is because I just don't like I feel like it run it doesn't run very well. I feel like it dips on the base PS4 a little bit. Like mm. it, it like it's okay. 
it looks like 20 frames. Like I'm, I'm sure they're shooting for 30 frames. It, it looks like 2025. So I, yeah, I was, uh, I, I'm obviously in the pro, and yeah. for me, I felt like it ran really, really well. Yeah, <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I, maybe it's just because I'm used to playing a higher frame rate. But right. it just it just doesn't look it doesn't feel good on the eyes and I'm just not used to playing on a, on the sticks anymore. Yeah, that's probably like a really big part of it as well for you for sure. You know, yeah, like, as a PC player. Yeah, yeah, playing sense. with sticks is just awful. It feels awful. Like I used yeah, to be you, able to do it. I used to be able to do it. Yeah, and like you said that actually I checked right now. Skill based matchmaking is still trending in gaming right now. Damn, that's crazy. I am, yeah, I, I hate Skill Base Matchmaking so much. Um, but you were even saying in the Discord that, yeah, like, you know, uh, I prefer mouse and keyboard for shooters. And I 100% agree with that. That that makes perfect sense to me. Like, you can aim better. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, I played Time, I bought Time Fall 2, well, three times. Um, fire. I bought That's another sure. PS4, I bought it on Origin, and then two weeks later after I bought it on Origin, they said they were putting it on Steam. I was like, well, it looks like I'm rebuying it. So I bought it on Steam. <laughs> and the, 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 the difference in gameplay is night and day. Like, mm. even, even just the difference in smoothness from 60 frames to 144 is night and day. No, I I I haven't played a game in. Uh, wait, no, I've never played it. I think aside from like a Fries Electronics kiosk, I've honestly never played a game over sixty. Like physically, seen it in my own eyes. Um, it is night and day. It'll change. But life. yeah, but like for me, like if thirty, like listen, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna really have a coming to Jesus moment when I play Destiny two and sixty frames. Cause like, oh my god. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, so for me, like, 30 to 60 is such a jump for me that I assume 60 to 144 is insane. It's, it like, you can never go back. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. My monitor has a 144, like, refresh rate, and I yeah. had to put it down to 60 because I was playing through Skyrim, and uh, the, the physics in the game get weird at 144, so I had to put i had to dial it down before i actually yeah. got a like a frame or like a, a frame limiter for just the right. game it's disgusting yeah. 60 uh 60 hertz is disgusting yeah i uh last thing i'll say about this is that like i have a 4k 60 hertz monitor and like i've been eyeballing to get a 4k at least like 120 hertz or like 144 hertz oh that's gonna, that's gonna run your wallet that's what i'm saying i know like so like i'm gonna wait a little bit i'm gonna hold out you know what i'm saying like hey 4k 60 that's that's more than perfect for me you know what i'm saying but later on in the ps5 generation when we start getting more uh 120 like we're already seeing it with double may cry 5 special edition which we'll talk about later on um uh so i i'm definitely looking to upgrade soon not soon but relatively within the next few years right so yeah but besides all that Let's get right to some news here. These are going to be quick ones that aren't related to the PS5 showcase. We will move through these at a quick fashion. Did you see this weird PS5 ad that they put out? It's a very weird one. I honestly don't know. You, I don't even know how to even describe it. It doesn't say anything about the console at all. It's just like this 
Pirates of the Caribbean-esque type of flashy brand thing. Uh, that yeah, I saw that. It's it's yeah it's 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 weird. So like he like goes through. I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know why I put this on the dock. But if you want to see a really weird ad about PlayStation Five, called The Edge, play has no limits. Maybe it's like sim. Maybe it's symbolizing that PlayStation Five will, you know, take you beyond the edge of reality, perhaps. But you can watch that commercial in the description if you deem so worthy. Next up here. Of course, PlayStation 5 pillars went live this week. We, we'll, we'll talk about that a lot because uh, those weren't the smoothest of uh, rollouts. But they are actually going to be utilizing, and by they, of course, I mean Sony, are utilizing air freight to meet the demand this holiday for the PlayStation 5. Um, they are said to be using Delta, Delta 747s to fulfill all of the PS5 builders, or at least a you know good majority of them. Um, and apparently, uh, via was saying this i think daniel ahmad is was saying this too yeah i think it was him he says that he's not sure whether they have commissioned 60 flights or 60 aircrafts which i'm not sure what the difference would be there but uh he does say quote does sound like each flight will be full and uh he also said that air shipments are unlikely to cover all shipments so it looks like they will have maybe the most pertinent ones like maybe the like for sure launch ps5s are coming via air and the rest are coming via sea from a usual one um so yeah so arachne i mean your niece's ps5 and perhaps my ps5 as well is in the skies you know they're they're, they're coming home you know what's also crazy what i was thinking about too is that bro we are under two months from getting a ps5 that's exciting bro you know what i'm saying like, there isn't really that long of a wait. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we're, we like, at the end of September. All we got to do is get through October. And then November, boom, there it is. PS5. It's fantastic. It, 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 it remember, like, when we were on a road to, uh, like, road to part two? Yes. Where it's, like, like really? Like, the game's coming out soon? It's like, yeah, it's, like, it's coming out in like what, like two weeks, and it's like really, it's like are yeah. we sure it's not gonna get delayed again? Yeah, th- that one was very yeah for sure for sure. I remember when we hit day fifty, I was like, oh man, now I'm getting excited because like things are now there's like no way it gets delayed, but like who knows at that time? Who knows? But yeah, definitely similar feelings, uh, for sure about PS5, very very imminently coming soon. Did you see this report about uh, PlayStation 5 production rumors and how there was a cut to the mass production numbers of the PS5? Yeah, but I thought they refuted that. They did. You jumped the gun a little bit, but I'm going to read the original report anyway because it is coming from a reputable source, Bloomberg, right? And and Bloomberg has broken a lot of different things about PS5 that have came to be true. um, Including, like, the manufacturing costs and and, uh, different stuff like that. and, And it and they, I feel like if they were to report it, you know what I'm saying? It's it's definitely some substance, right? So they do say here, essentially, that the company was expecting to ship around 15 million units by the end of March 2020. However, they did lower those expectations to 4 million units. No, sorry, by 4 million units. Yeah, excuse me. So it was 15 million units that they were projecting to make by the end of Q1 fiscal year which is march 2021 right 
and then they brought it down by four million units. So now they're now they were rumored to be making eleven million units by March twenty twenty one. You know, due to things um, like chips turning out to be defective and PSW units uh, not being able, you know, to be produced because of those chips and everything. And apparently, there was just a high yield of those chips. And they and it was reported by him that, uh, and by him I mean Bloomberg. It's not a person. It's a company. But uh, that the chips are gradually improving overall, but they have not apparently reached a stable level. So this was making the rounds last week, right? And then we had Sony come out with an official statement sent to Games Industry. They say here, quote, While we do not release details related to manufacturing, the information provided by Bloomberg is false. We have not changed the production number for PlayStation 5 since the start of mass production. That's that. So, yeah. That, that's what they say. Like, people are there. I've also, heard, I've also heard people saying that they could both be right because... Tech, like they could have been projecting to ship 50 million units before manufacturing started since they do ex since they do say that like we have not changed the production number for ps5 since the start of mass production which was in june right so maybe the r reports were saying that before production started they were at 15 but then when they started it's 11 and it stayed 11 since then so they could technically both be right, and Sony could be like, you know, hit hop scotching the whole dilemma from that standpoint, but interesting though. Interesting though. You know? Wanna throw that in there. Any thoughts about the manufacturing of PS5s and the yield of ships and all that? I think they're being careful, especially with mm. how smoothly Microsoft is being has been throughout the entire process of the Series X and the series s yeah i i would definitely be playing it very safe if i were sony so i i assume i i assume they are being genuine and are trying to be as uh, trying to have as many consoles available as possible because that's how you get money right yeah and i don't think i put it on here but like or maybe it's somewhere down the road but um they are ensuring oh we know they do say it in the apology that we will bring up later but they do say that you know there will apparently be more ps5s on shelves this holiday than ps4 in spite of the pre-orders which is interesting which i don't necessarily believe even though i'm just someone that talked about playstation and i really have no information at all <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm just a just a dumb boy but but yeah so who knows we'll see we will see but next up here actually you know we're not gonna get to that one you know what i think i think we're gonna yeah i'm gonna skip that one for now yeah let's let's go right is an integrity of course this week on wednesday you can watch the reactions here on youtube content PlayStation source uh we did a reaction to the playstation 5 showcase we got a lot of games we're, we're going to break down all the games, and this is going to be probably the most in-depth recap of the PlayStation 5 showcase you will ever hear on the internet. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean to self-boast. You know what I'm saying? But you're welcome. Okay? I come prepared. I did did the research. We know all the info on these games. It's all here in the doc. Now, Rack Knight, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to go popcorn style? Do you want to cherry pick which games you want to read about? 
Do you want me to do all the talking? Because <laughs> I can do that too. You know what I'm saying? How are you feeling, Arachne, as we go into this? I'm I'm good to talk about the games. Like, that's that's why we're here, isn't it? Well, I mean, like, do you physically like want to narrate and like and like read some of these readouts? Because what we did, ladies and gentlemen, is that we have a list of all the games that were that's the showcase, and I have a quick little paragraph. Gives a little just recap, you know what I'm saying? A little a little a little thing thing about what was announced. You know what I'm saying, um, and what these games entail. Obviously, the the one for like Black Ops and and Fortnite are super short. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it's Black Ops and Fortnite. Not much to say about there, but. So I'm asking you, do you want to do popcorn style? Uh Yeah, we could mean, do po- we could do popcorn. Uh, reading through every paragraph, I feel will take some time. I mean, look, there's only like 12 of them. I promise. There's, there's, this is not, yo, this will be real quick. I bet we can finish this in 10 minutes flat. That's, that's, that's a game. That's faster than a game a minute. Okay. No, well, I mean like. Perhaps 20. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps 15, perhaps 20. I'll start. Final Fantasy 16 was the first game announced in the conference, of course. It is the newest entry in the Final Fantasy series. It's coming to PlayStation 5 systems exclusively for consoles as well as PC. Final Fantasy 16 is a new standalone single-player action RPG produced by... Uh, man, Kev, here we go. Naoki Yoshida, who did Final Fantasy... Oh, come on, 10, 14, and Dragon Quest... 10 and directed by Hiroshi Takai who also did Final Fantasy 14 and Last Remnant uh it's a medieval type of setting chocobos there's we see Shiva we see Ifrit and that's all my knowledge about 587 uh just trying to bundle it down to 16 that's that's what I pull from it all right there's probably more stuff in there but that's all I got and um the combat I put here was flashy as fuck big fan I love I love the music I love the tone. I'm excited for it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And um, on on some of these, I put the end like black screen of what they said about the ser- like uh, about the game they showed. So at the, at the end of this one, they said PlayStation console exclusive. It doesn't say PS5 exclusive. So take with that as you will. You know what I'm saying? This I think will fall into the conversation of like, all right, which games of these are coming to PS4 as well? Because now that's a thing. So, uh, it says PlayStation console exclusive. Arachne, how'd you feel about Final Fantasy 16? Hype. It looks like, Dude, uh, like what we talked great. about on the, on the, on the reactions video, it's like, it looks like something out of DMC. Because mm. I, I, I don't believe it's been confirmed, but like, I, I have read, I have seen that one of the guys that worked on DMC5 is working on uh, FF16. Mm, yes, yes. Or I think that's true, yeah. So DMC DMC5 5's combat is a lot of fun. It is. So it is. I I I am definitely looking forward to it. FF7R definitely like piqued my interest. I I might even play through um a, f- a few other of the Final Fantasy games to really like catch up and see what i've been missing out on are you down for playing through 15 together i'm done 
Because I'm like I'm like half down. And by half, I mean like 75%. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm, saying? I'm down. Okay, same, same. Because I like to experience it with someone else and just talk about it, you know what I'm saying? But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, overall, I loved, I think the biggest takeaway for me is the fucking music. Oh my God. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It looks great. It looks great. And I, the, the biggest hole for me is that, like, I personally don't love fantasy that much. Like, I don't love, like, the, like, medieval fantasy type thing with, like, you know, knights and stuff like that and, and all that. Like, the Final Fantasy VII, like, steampunk type vibe definitely spoke to me more, for sure. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Like, maybe the overall tone and what makes Final Fantasy Final Fantasy and everything that, like, makes Final Fantasy VII unique in that right as a game into this medieval fantasy setting maybe might allow me to like it, you know? But uh, I think that's the main holdup I have with it is that, like, if it was steampunk, oh, I would say this is a day one. But, like, because it's fantasy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really that into it. So, we'll see. We'll see. I digress. But, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. Right, like, I'll let you uh, take it away. It, like, it's, uh, we were all surprised that it's coming to PS4. Like, none of us expected that one. We got completely blindsided. Yes. 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 And it... It, it's like it was a year after the first game and it's dlc like miles is like it, he looks experienced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he's had a year under his belt peter's off doing something or another it's just like it seems very very like it, it feels personalized for miles like we see him in Definitely. harlem like peter's a queen's kid like we like the music is different than you like spider-man ps4s was more um what's like like orchestra like bombastic that like i would say like more like a classic heroic type of soundtrack yeah you know and miles is more like like hip-hop and what you would expect someone of miles's age to listen to like i fucking love it i fucking love it when the beat drops in the gameplay oh my god dude god damn it i'm gonna love miles Morales, man i could tell i'm gonna love this game i i don't like how much they use the the venom strike seems a mm. little seems a little excessive like they they overuse it in the comics it looks like they're kind of being a little indulgent here. I know he has it in the comics and he uses it a lot there. Like a lot of Miles' big confrontations are ended by him just using the Venom Blast. Right. Like it seems, it seems like a little excessive, but that's that's like that's like splitting hairs. I think also like to quickly just you know comment on that. I think we gotta assume that like this snippet is early on in the game, right? And maybe they just use, like, a very overpowered version of Miles that you get towards the end of the game after going through the whole story huh. in that vertical slice. So maybe maybe that's why it seemed overzealous for sure. But totally doesn't really read your point that, like, at the end of the game, if you're using a ton of Venom Blast, then your point still stands for sure. But, yep. It's, I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's a day one, like, especially with the PS4, like, there's no reason not to. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And it's gonna be fifty dollars on PS4 as well. 
uh, we, we got that confirmed. It's also going to be $70 for the Ultimate Edition, which you will get Spider-Man Remastered for the PS5. Pretty cool. I will probably cool. I will probably grab the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, obviously because I'm getting a PS5, so duh, like same for sure. Um, my only question, that's a big question that I don't know if they would do this, you know what I'm saying, is that can you play Spider-Man that's the PS4 version on PS5 without the remastered stuff? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, well, probably with the PlayStation whatever thing they're doing, like the with PS Plus. Well, interestingly, Spider-Man is not in that. At least not yet, that we know of. Fair, fair, true, true, true. But like, I wonder, like, if if someone has like like for example, I have Spider-Man PS4 digitally, and and if someone has it physically, right? Can they, you know, either download Spider-Man PS4? onto the PS5 and play it with no bells and whistles of the PS5 for free. That's my big question. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not sure if you can. I mean, the question hasn't been answered really, you know? So that's a definitely a little bit unfortunate. If like, and by a little bit, I would say a lot unfortunate. Like, if you can't play Spider-Man on PS4 on, on a PS5, when you, if you don't want the remastered, you know what I'm saying? And they essentially are making you get the $70 Ultimate Edition to get Spider-Man Remastered. I think, I think that's definitely fucked up, for sure. For sure, you know? But if you can play Spider-Man PS4 with no bells and whistles on PS5, then I think that's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's Then, like, at that point, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, not the greatest thing to have to pay for the upgrades because I know like a lot of other games aren't but I mean Control is doing it you know so I mean oh well it is what it is 2K is doing it so it is what it is but it, it definitely is is. definitely not the best practices there for sure but Hogwarts Legacy a game that I, a, a game and an IP that I do not care that much about. But here we go. Hogwarts Legacy is an immersive open world action RPG set in the worlds first introduced in Harry Potter books. Now you can take control of the action and be at the center of your own adventure in the wizarding world. Embark on a journey through familiar and new locations to explore and discover fantastic beasts, customize your character, and craft, po and craft potions. Master spell casting, upgrade talents, and become the wizard you want to be. Available on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, which series is also X and S as well, and PC. Developed by Avalanche Software, published by Portkey Games. Avalanche has a pedigree of games that has yet to be proven. That's the big thing I want to say here is that Avalanche is making this game, and it's not the Avalanche from like Just Cause, right? It's the Avalanche that was purchased from Disney, right? And their catalog of games, you know, ranges from like a lot of Disney stuff and like things that I would argue like aren't that proving if they are up to the task for a big open world game like this. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, it's... Their their background isn't... What's the word I'm looking for? Their, their background isn't anything to marvel at. However... Yeah, I, like, we have, like, Toy Story 3, Cars 2, the Disney Infinity series, which I don't know a lot about. Cars 3 as well, Bolt. Meet the Robinsons, Chicken Little. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's 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 the main thing I have is that like I hope that they can still pull it together, and make a make a make a good product overall. You know what I'm saying? In like for just a, a little optimism, Rocksteady didn't have a background at all before making Arkham Asylum. It's very true. It's very very true. You're absolutely right. So absolutely right. It's all up to. It's it's all up to the uh, the passion and the talent of the team working on it, and yeah. not what happened yesterday. Are you a fan of Harry Potter? I Absolutely not. Okay, high five from the fucking internet, bro. What to yeah. do? Yeah, I can give less of a shit about Harry Potter, but I know I'm happy uh, for them. Yeah, I know a, a lot of the fans are excited, but like also like there's a big portion of the fans that um, are like. They they have a different emotion because of course, the comments by J.K. Rowling which are horrendous as fuck, and disgusting. You know what I'm saying? And like, a lot of them are vocal on Twitter saying like, "Hey, I'm not gonna buy this game because why would you want to, you know, support a franchise when its creator is a piece of shit?" In terms of their personal opinion on certain issues, not even issues, just like certain things that aren't issues, but she's making them issues. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I definitely feel the fans on that standpoint, like that sucks to love an IP and its creator is just a massive asshole, you know, but yeah, this is, this is the thing that's happening. So Hogwarts Legacy, if you're in, you're in. Right now, tell me about Black Ops Cold War. So it's Call of Duty. It's. Toy Story meets Mission Impossible meets Fast and Furious meets Call of Duty vibes. I'm reading that directly from the doc. I'm quoting you directly on that that, statement. I did write that. I would like to put that in the bio of Black Ops Cold War. I would like to somehow get that in because I I feel like that was a very very, uh, straightforward and honest thing. You remember... you remember when Far Cry 3 was releasing and they had on the promotional material like one of the reviewers say it's like Skyrim with guns? Yeah. <laughs> put, it's like it's like Toy Story with guns. Just put that on the game. So true. So true. Uh, even though, like, it, it, it's definitely a Call of Duty game. It, there 100%. Is, there, is, there is a call for duty. <laughs> it... It, 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 I don't know. It looks fine. Like It, it looks Look, like what you'd expect from a Call of Duty game. It's nothing remarkable. It's nothing that'll make your jaw drop. Yeah, which, I mean, to me, it, definitely not a bad thing. I didn't write that to trash it. I love Fast and Furious. You know what I'm saying? Is it absurd? Yeah. Are Call of Duty campaigns absurd? Yeah. A lot of the time. But they're, a, they're fun. It's a good time. It's a good time. You're saying when they when they had the RC car on the plane, I'm like, this is Toy Story, you know. When you somehow careened off of a a car that had to be going what sixty miles an hour, and you just brushed yourself way off and more, got up, What's way it? more. Okay, like think about how fast a plane like that needs to go to take off. That's true. That's true. So, planes are fucking scary. I like planes though. Planes are cool, like sci- like scientifically, like planes are very very cool. 
definitely cool, but like also scary in their scientific ways of like having to have this much energy to propel a massive metal tube through the air to transport people and items and stuff like that. It's 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 it's, it's quite interesting. I think you buoyancy know? is worse if I had to put if I had to choose one. <laughs> think What's about it. Like, it's like the weight of the water has to be <laughs> greater than the, like the weight like the weight of the weight of the object floating on that water like it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird i don't i don't what like is, that what is worse the science of propulsion or the science of buoyancy damn damn well buoyancy black ops cold war <laughs> is coming on ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series and pc of course you can get it everywhere so looks fun look cool yeah. And we talked about the alpha already. You know, it's free right now. Uh, but actually, by the time you're watching this, it is over. So, oh. you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Resident Evil Village. The next iteration of Survivor Horror rises in the form of Resident Evil Village, the eighth major entry in the Resident Evil series with ultra-realistic graphics powered by RE Engine. Fight for survival as danger lurks around every corner. Years after the tragedy, years after the tragic events of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Ethan Winters has started over with his wife Mia, finally living in peace and putting the past behind them. However, Chris Redfield, the, the legendary hero from previous Resident Evil games, suddenly disrupts their life, throwing a devastating... Sorry, throwing a devastated Ethan into a new and twisted nightmare in search of answers. It is releasing in 2021 on PS5, Series X, and PC. So, allegedly, as far as we know, this game is not coming to PS4. And I think also it's not coming to Series S as well, based off this. Ooh. Which is interesting. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, there it is. It looks cool. Do you, You've played a lot of Resident Evil, I remember. Yeah. Right. Was there something yeah. here that you can have more context from a fan of the series? Um. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so weird and out there. Like it, there there are different tastes to the RE games. Like one, two, and three, four, five, and six. And then seven and eight. If you break those apart, they all have their own feel narratively and gameplay wise. Like one, two, and three is very just survival horror. It is you are trying to survive. Four, five, and six is you they are trying to survive you. Mm. And seven and eight is like can I go home? Like like what's going on? <laughs> can like, I go? Mom, pick me up. Mom, pick me up. I'm scared. It's like it's seven and eight's like, for lack of a better term, flavor mm. is very, very different from different from the other RE games. Not not in a negative way, but it's like I I've watched the videos on it. I've watched like theory videos on what we've seen from the trailers. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm in, like, you, you know, like the Johnny Bravo meme, it's like, I'm sickened but curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's me right now with RE8, because, like, it's so weird, but I'm also very, very curious on what they're going to do, and it's a day one cop. As soon as I can, as soon as I can pre-order it, it's going to be pre-ordered. Like, I'm, I'm very, very excited about Village. I think it'll be a good time. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, thanks to the PlayStation Plus collection, because I don't think I have Resident Evil 7. Now I will with the PlayStation Plus collection, so that's cool. Uh, I know I got to play that before I can even think of playing Resident Evil Village. Um, just based off how they're so tied together and all that. But I played RE2 and RE3 Remake. That's the extent of my Resident Evil experience. I loved RE2. Loved it. Oh my god. Loved it. RE3? I liked it. You know? I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it but, was fine. Yeah, but I loved RE2. Um, so... I'm not sure what my plan is here. I think I might just jump to 7 and then play 8. If I really want to play 8. You, you know what I'm saying? You really... From... But, I know the Chris Redfield thing is like a big thing that I'm not gonna know. Yeah, it's Chris's characterization. There, you you, you can read the bullet points and get a, a decent chunk on okay. who Chris Redfield is. Like, I definitely recommend playing Remake One. Remake One is a good time. Um, hmm. Five is okay. Six is not great. It's gotcha. like. If you wanted to do like a co-op stream series in RE6, because I remember talking to you, like Christian a little bit while we were talking about Village. Shout out Joy Clicks. Um, right while Village, like the while the Village trailer was playing during the uh, the showcase, I asked him what his thoughts were on RE6, and he's like, "It's better with friends." I played the yeah. game once alone, miserable. It was an awful experience. I hated it. Tragic. But if it really is better in multiplayer, like if you really wanted to slog through RE6, I would do it. Good to know. Good to know. We'll see. We'll see. I just, I, I'm just, I'm just not that committed to playing through four through six, even though I know four is really, really beloved. But it's getting a remake anyway, so it's like I'll just, I'll just wait for the remake. You know well, saying? well, considering how different RE3 was from. RE3 remake mm. it's definitely worth your time like 4 is a Leon story Leon, Ada, that's a Leon story I'm a fan of Leon, big fan Yeah. Uh, 5 is Chris uh, and extension Jill 6 is everybody but Claire and gotcha. Jill um, definitely wait I definitely do recommend these games like they're they're a good time but they have a good story to them give me a code Veronica remake I swear to god <laughs> definitely but uh Resident Evil Village coming out 2021 I presume early on to like I feel like they've, they've usually hit early in the year so yeah probably get that probably 7 get came out January sure. yeah 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 so I'm sure we'll get that very shortly next one's Deathloop I fucking hate Deathloop's website because they didn't let me copy and paste the blurb that they had for this. So, it's in a nice little screenshot <laughs> right there, unfortunately, on the doc. So, uh, if you want, I can read this really quickly. But Oh, no, I can I can definitely do it. Like, but it's I'm like Deathloop transports you to the mysterious island of Black Reef, where an, an eternal struggle between two extraordinary assassins will determine the island's future. I feel like that's just a lot of games lately. It's like, oh... An impossible for or and an unstoppable force means an immovable object that'll determine everything. It's like us. I don't know what I meant. What? That, <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the morning. It's not even that early. It's fucking eleven. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. No, you're good. <laughs> it's like it's 
Dude, the, the beginning of the day for me is noon. Like, oh, man. I am... It, I, I get it. And so, moving forward, as Colt, you must find a way to put an end to the time loop trapping the island in an endless... It's like Groundhog Day? It's just like Groundhog Day with assassins. That's that cool. I mean, look, I think it's a very cool premise. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's cool. So you'll need to take out eight key targets across the stunning and chaotic island before the day resets in order to break the loop once and for all. But lurking in the shadows is the rival assassin, Juliana, whose sole mission is to take Colt out and keep the loop going. All right, romance. I can already tell. There's going to be some kind of romantic tension. But yeah, the true it's... end to the cycle is love. Ew. <laughs> the real, the real, the real freedom are the friends we made along the way. But Damn. it is releasing in uh, quarter two of 2021 on PS5 and PC. I may check it out. Maybe I'll flip a coin. I always thought it looked really cool from when we first saw Death Loop back in the PS5 reveal. Um, I thought it looked fire uh, for sure. Um, of course, very biased here. I love the black protagonist. I love that. You, you love to see some melanin kings out there. Um, coming out April through June. So s sometime between April and June 2021. So I'm definitely looking out for this. I, it is made by Arcane. So they were the developers behind Dishonored, which I haven't played. I know a lot of people love those games. So I'm interested to see what they do with Deadloop. Big fan. Looking cool. Definitely liked what I saw. Next up here, this at this point of the conference, this triple of games slash one more as well are like things that did this need to be here? You know what I'm saying? This is where the conference kind of lulled for me. Besides this one, kind of. So definitely cry five special edition. IGN says, quote, according to Capcom in DMC five standard edition, standard, no, special edition, Players have the choice to turn on ray tracing and prioritize resolution targeting 4K at 30 or frame rate targeting 1080p at 60. For players who prefer to allocate their horsepower to frame rates over graphics, PS5 also gives console players the ability to play their games at frame rates of up to 120 frames per second with a compatible display, of course, which is enabled in DMC5 Special Edition when players turn on high frame rate mode. The new uh, the new addition adds turbo mode as well to the game, so you can play at a 1.2x speed as well as legendary Dark Knight difficulty, and lastly, playable Virgil. Virgil will be playable as DLC for existing owners of DMC5 on PS4, Xbox One, and PC at a later date. However, the physical version of DMC5 Special Edition will be available at a later date, so it is coming digitally at launch to PlayStation 5. Um, DMC5 Special Edition will launch digitally on PS5 and Xbox Series X at launch. However, no PC. Not, I'm not sure if you caught this Arachnite, but Capcom spokesperson told Eurogamer, quote, at present, there are no plans to release DMC5 Special Edition on PC. And it, it did say at the end of the showing at the PS5 showcase, quote, available digitally at launch. Yeah. Why? Um... Yeah, I think that's weird. I was upset. That's fucked up. <laughs> I, like, I felt bad for you as someone who I know would love this game on PC. I so, have DMC5 on PC. No, so I was like, well, yeah, special edition. It's like, yeah, fuck. specifically this one. It's like, dude, like, 
seems like there's a lot. And I mean, like, if you're gonna put 120 frames, like, why is PC not in the question? It's, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, if we get, if we get all this other stuff, like, uh, Turbo Mode and Virgil, it's just like... Well, I don't, I mean, by the looks of this, it looks like you'll be only able to buy the DLC to play as Virgil. I don't think you'll get any of the other stuff that were, that were discussed here. Well... As far as I'm aware. Then I guess I'll go fuck myself. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it again. Whatever. I have to do it, like, three times anyway at this point. Like, every game I have to buy twice. So, it's fine. I'm not even Could, mad. It's fine. Because my first thought was, like, maybe PlayStation bought the exclusivity, like, a timed exclusivity for Special Edition on PS5. But, it, no, because it's coming to Series X as well. So, I'm not sure what the deal is there. I think that's really weird to not have it on PC, but DMC 5 Special Edition, I liked it. So, definitely cool to see that. It's just... I don't know why PC players keep getting shafted. Also, apparently yeah. my my uh, Modern Warfare account is banned, so I don't what? know what to, Yeah, no, I just got a I just got a notification saying that I couldn't play Modern Warfare because my account is banned. That's fun. What is uh, I don't know. Arachnite, why you why are you wall hacking, Arachnite? Why are you installing cheating mods, sir? I need, I need are you to, a cheating cheater? I need to go. Wow! Trash. <laughs> uh, I'm getting. I'm, I'm finding all the mods for uh, Factions Part Two, so I can win this. <laughs> I don't even want you to read this because I'll just blow through it. All World Soulstorm was shown. All right, yeah, I could. I, yeah, I could give less of a fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, it's coming on PS5 and PC. If you give a fuck, it looked cool, but I don't care about All World Soulstorm. Uh, let me read the next one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. All right, so Demon Souls. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll say some quick things about Five Nights at Freddy's. Just to be thorough. That's it, okay? Just to be thorough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, confirmed to have a lot of things with PS5, including immersive 3D audio. They're going to utilize the SSD. And apparently that's going to add to the overall terror and horror of Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, as well, they also have a release on PS4 as well, just to put it out there. So take that with as you will. You know what I'm saying? Who knows how much of a uh, way they're gonna utilize that SSD? With of course it coming on PS4 as well, and it's coming to PC as well. However, Steelwood Studios, who's developing the game, still presses that they will be releasing a 2020 release for this game. So presumably around launch, but they didn't. They did not give a date. So. It's just like, how much can we wring out of one franchise? Like, I know Matt Pat is just like, he's just like warming up his hands. Markiplier, all the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> people are all just like, yeah, money, more content. It's like, I, I have not like personally, I have not gave a single fuck about Five Nights at Freddy's the my entire I've life. I've could, never played it. You could put a gun to my head and tell me to play all the games and I'd just tell you to pull the trigger. I'm not doing that. I would probably rather play God War 1 again. Like, it's... <laughs> for for anybody, like... If you like Five Nights at Freddy's, good for you. If it's you great. like Oddworld as well, good yeah, for you. Good for you. I'm I'm happy for you. 
<laughs> I do not care. Why was this here? <laughs> the way you said that sounded so misingenuous. Like I am happy for you. <laughs> I'm. It's like I it, like if you're if you're happy with it, that's great. I I I can appreciate your happiness. Listen, but what are we really happy to see at this PS5 Deemed. showcase? I'm not fucking not PC. You, you they hurt me. They We're gonna talk about that. Me. They had me and they hurt me. They broke Definitely. my heart harder than any woman. <laughs> I was like, yeah, PC, let's go, let's go. Like it's gonna, oh, it looks man. crisp, it's good. Like Pain. I'm hyped. I would have pre-ordered immediately. I remember just seeing the tweet and just typing out pain and just going. It's like, oh my god, god, pain. Agony. Developed by, developed by Blue Point Games and Japan Studio. Which also weird thing, Japan Studio got the top billing for the game on the showcase when I feel like it's been primarily a Blue Point project. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know, but I, I thought that was kind of weird. But I digress. Demon Souls is set in oh Volataria, a kingdom consumed by dark, by a dark being called the Old One. Following its release through the use of forbidden soul arts. Players take on the role of a hero brought to Bolteria to kill its fallen king, Alant, and pacify the Old One. Gameplay has players navigating five different worlds from a hub called the Nexus, with a heavy emphasis on challenging combat and mechanics surrounding player death and respawning. Online multiplayer allows both player cooperation and the world invasions, featuring player versus player combat, set to launch with PS5 on November 12th, 2020, and allegedly not on PC. Pain. I, I don't... I don't believe that it's not coming to PC ever. Like, ever? Probably not. I do think that this is going to be a timed PS5 thing that will inevitably come to PC. It's just And like, that's great. Yeah, it's just... It is weird to fuck it up, though, in the, in the showcase. This is a showcase, like, two months before release. You really want to, like... It's yeah. just, I was like, yeah, hype. It's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, if nope. we're talking, like, of them fucking up the details, and, like, yeah, they fucked up the details, right? But, like, at its core, like, at a PS5 showcase, I thought they would never mention PC ever at the showcase. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because why? You know what I'm saying? And, like, I thought it would be completely acceptable to s announce that these games are coming to PC, you know, a different platform that's not PlayStation at on the blog or whatever you know what i'm saying like after the fact i have no issue with that you know what i'm saying I, is there an issue with them not bringing up the ps4 stuff i think so i think so for sure Absolutely. you know what i'm saying if we're talking about the same platform then a little bit yeah i think it's a little bit like i know why they want it because they're trying to sell ps5s i get it but like still i think that seems a little bit more dirty than saying it's coming to pc i think that's a whole different thing if we're talking about different platforms but but yeah i mean i i'm definitely of the mind that this was something that they did not want to say now, and eventually Demon Souls will come to PC. Yeah, for sure. This is not. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of games to showcase. It's like, yo, why, why is this here? Speaking of which, Fortnite. Oh, God. Fortnite. Um, it was short. It was there. It's Fortnite. Which, I mean, hey, above all else, I appreciate that it was short. I appreciate yeah. that it was like a 20-second thing. 20 seconds, I can waste that easily. You know what I'm saying? So, that's cool. 
But I do want to read some things about Pushcore. They say here that, quote, the tile is utilizing Unreal Engine 4, and while it's just a glimpse that improvements are obvious, crucially, all of your progress and purchases will carry across to next gen. So, of course, that's a given, right? But my only thing is that, like, man, I would have loved to see Fortnite running in Unreal Engine 5, which they did say that they will be bringing Fortnite, of course, their new game engine. Of course, they would have their biggest game running on a new engine, right? So... Perhaps it's not done. That's fine. Whatever. But, like, I thought it would have been cool to get a little glimpse at Fortnite running in Unreal Engine 5 and not Unreal Engine 4. You know? But I digress. It is what it is. And it is coming to PS5 at launch as well. But, see, you notice here that, like, well, I guess it's right on PS4. So, I guess, like, them saying coming to PS5 is more specific. So, I guess that one kind of makes sense. Why I would say coming to PS5 at launch. But I digress. It, Would you like to read? Oh, sorry, bud. Oh no. Um, all I was gonna say is, what? <laughs> yeah, like that could have been easily in a blog, and guys, tweet. we're yeah, or in a tweet. But honestly, I'm not that mad at this one specifically. I'm more mad at like Five Nights at Freddy's and like, yeah, mainly the honestly, even DMT Five Special Edition. Even though that was cool to see, still. It's like, you know, I don't think we necessarily needed that in a, in a PS5 showcase, but I digress. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oddworld, I won't talk too much shit because I know some people like it, but, like, that one as well. It's like, I've, I've never met anybody that likes Oddworld. I'm going to be dude, real. Dude, same. Bro, same. The only reason I know the game exists is because I've, I've seen a streamer that I like play it once, and it was like, yeah, that's, I'm glad they had fun with it. But I played eh. the... I, I like played a demo on either PSP or Vita. I forgot which one, but I I, I played a demo on one. I was like, oh, okay, this is not for me. Oh yeah, no, but, not for me. But you know what is for all of us? What's wrong? The PlayStation concerned. Plus collection. Indeed. Like, so this one this one I think deserves some detail. It's just like for PlayStation Plus members. A uh, PS blog says for PlayStation Plus members will have a new special offering on the PS5, the Plus collection. PS5 owners with PlayStation Plus will be able to download and play a curated library of PS4 games that define the generation. The PS Plus collection will be an added benefit to the existing PS4 benefits that PS Plus members receive for a single subscription price, which is super good. I'm like, it comes with all the heavy hitters that you'd expect Infamous Second Son, God of War, Final Fantasy XV, Detroit, Bloodborne. What else do you need? I do want to run down the flaws because, like, I think when you look at the full arc of it, I think this is, like, a lot bigger of a deal than what some people think, right? Right. Batman Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Uncharted 4, Thieves, and, and Until Dawn. Of course, the hardcore community have played... The bulk of these, right? But I think that the average consumer probably hasn't played a lot of these. And I think that, like, this is a great way for them to experience some of the great games that we were able to experience as hardcore uh, for free on, on PS5 day one. I think I think this is great. I think I think this is a really, 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 really cool thing that they are doing. Um, I really like this idea, for sure. I think, I think, I think this is neat. Um... I do hope that it doesn't stop here. Like, I do hope that, like, this is a living and persisting part of PlayStation Plus that keeps growing. 
I'm sure over time, you know. But we'll see. I mean, overall, I think I think this is great for sure. And like, I do have like a little thing that I said on stream that I don't know how you felt about it, but I kind of feel like this is not only for those that are getting a ps5 that haven't played these games obviously but i think it's also for those that are on the fence about spending 500 dollars on the ps5 standard edition because they have discs versions of these games and it's like hey you can now get the digital and we'll get you covered on these games and we'll give it to you and we'll give it to you digitally right here you know i think it's the i mean, I mean definitely this is one of the things that pushed me over the edge to be okay cool i have a physical edition of uncharted 4 and now I'm not worried about, and now I'm even more talked into my digital edition PS5 because now I have Uncharted 4, boom, right here. If I ever want to play it again, right there. You know what I'm saying? And I get to experience Persona 5, never played that. Um, Battlefield 1, I guess. I mean, no, I played a little bit of Battlefield 1, but I didn't love it. But it's there if I want to. Final Fantasy 15 as well that we talked about early on in the episode. You know? So I think this is a really neat offer, honestly. Resident Evil 7 as well. Haven't played that yet, right there for me to experience. I think I think this is a really cool offering, honestly. I like it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, big fan. It's I uh, I I I have Game Pass, like so. It it's kind of along a similar vein, except having it included with the normal PS Plus, which we all need to play online. I I have a yearly subscription. I've had a yearly subscription for PS Plus since I got the PS Four. Right. So it's definitely a nice additive to keep me incentivized to keep having PS Plus, even though I'm not, I don't play games online all the time. Like, right. The last game I played online was Cold War, and before that was. <laughs> Never mind. And then um, Void. <laughs> it's just like, because every other game that's online is just on PC too. It's. Regardless, it is nice that they included this because um, my sister and I bought a lot of these games like 50-50. Like, it's like, oh, I'll buy Bloodborne if you buy Until Dawn. So when she moved out, she took all the physical copies with her. So now I don't need to worry about borrowing them, let's say, if I want to play Bloodborne again. Right. And she it's, took Bloodborne. Yeah. She... And so it's like, I was like, oh, I'll play Bloodborne. Oh, wait, I can't. I have to buy it again. Overall, it's great. My only holdup is that like they do specify that like PS5 owners with PS Plus will be able to download and will be able to download and play a curated a curated library of PlayStation 4 games that define the generation. So I just hope that like collection isn't just PlayStation yes. 4 games hmm. per se. I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I just hope that this list doesn't just stay stagnant. I'm sure it'll I expand. Just, yeah, yeah. That's that's the whole. But I could also just see, hey, this is like a one-time thing. But like, if it's a one-time thing, why don't you even call it and name it PlayStation Plus Collection and like have this whole thing? You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, I don't know. But I, it seems like a better version of PS Now. To a certain degree, one could argue that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. To a to a certain degree, one could argue that, for sure. PS Now, you know expensive. what I'm saying. I just, I just want to play Infamous, man. Like, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I pay for PS Plus. I'm sorry, PlayStation Now. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? No, I guess, I guess you're. I mean, it's sixty dollars a year 
I think it's six dollars a year, but I know it's ten dollars a month. So I think the way you pay for it could be a means of you could save a lot more playing paying annually for sure. Um, but no, like I I totally hear in that just based off like the level of quality of these games, like definitely speaks a lot to a comparison for PS Plus for sure. But I feel you. I I did feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. But next up, of course. We're, we're going to skip over the last thing because it'll bleed into everything else. But the last game that was shown, God of War PlayStation 5. It was a simple, like, minute trailer. I just had uh, the um, Omega God of War symbol coming in in blue and freezing over and stuff like that. And we got the Norse uh, runes around the Omega symbol as well. Simply was Ragnarok is coming. Sony Santa Monica 2021. And um, the uh, VO was Kratos saying, uh, oh, wait, what does he say? Like, like something is near, be prepared or something like that. Something like that. But, you know, it was some Kratos saying some Kratos stuff for sure. Um, 2021 is interesting because I don't believe it at all. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't believe it. But, like, here's the thing, too, Arachnite. Which will bleed into everything here that we're about to talk about as well. Now we know that Spider-Man Miles Morales is playable on PS4. We also know that Sackboy A Big Adventure is playable on PS4. Both of those are launching on PS5 Day 1. And now we also know that Horizon Forbidden West is also on PlayStation 4. Which is the most egregious thing to me possible. That's the biggest one I'm like, what the fuck? Right? We will get to all that, I'm sure. But... Here's the thing, Arachnite. If they're willing to put 2021 on this, right? What if God of War Ragnarok is another Lost Legacy type of size of game, right? And it's working off of the bones of the God of War PS4, which then would also come to PlayStation 4. How do you feel about that? I doubt it. Really? Okay. Like, God of War PS4 already was pushing the system hard. Like, it's... There's there's no way that they could do... Like, Ragnarok... Like, they, they teased Ragnarok at the end of um, God of War PS4. I, I don't feel like this is a Lost Legacy kind of deal. Like, a sequel doesn't... Like, a full sequel doesn't need a two next to it to be a sequel absolutely absolutely You're totally right on that like it's totally around that so i feel like ragnarok is going to be a full game they had the like 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 what we talked about they have the the fundamentals they have the skeleton of what the game should be like in terms of combat and of term in terms of the hardest stuff the rest is just story and filling the world with that story but like the the fundamentals of the game are already there so that's why i'm not surprised that 2021 is a decent time for the game to come out especially if it's late 2021 because i from the extent of my knowledge i believe that they started working on ragnarok soon after god of war was uh, ps4 was done because they knew it would be a hit, and they knew that like it was time to get back to work 
to, if they wanted to get this for the next generation at a decent time. Yeah. So. Like what? Yes. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm I'm done. Like what I'll say is that like. While I would, I personally want God War Ragnarok, right, to fully be utilized to PlayStation Five, right. I really want it to be from the ground up, like really foreseen and could only be possible on PlayStation Five hardware. That being, of course, the SSD, the GPU power, all that good soft CPU power that we talked about before on Rhodes PS Five previous episodes and everything. I would love it for for it to be that, but them having it low key this soon. Right, and for them to be able to be that confident for 2021, I no longer rule it out after seeing Horizon for Forbidden West because I would have sworn on everything on my life that there was no way that even if there was a future where they announced Spider-Man Miles Morales and Sackboy for PS4, that I think overall okay, it makes sense. It makes sense that I'm not really that bothered by it anymore. It's like okay, cool, they're they're at launch, PS4 still popping. It makes sense, right? But. In that world, I would have never thought that Horizon Forbidden West would be a PS4 game as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have never, ever thought that ever in my life. And I would say the same for God of War in that world as well. But now that we're in this world where Horizon Forbidden West is a PS4 game, I'm not sure about this one, man. I I, I don't necessarily want it to come to ps4 even though overall as a consumer it would be great for them to experience a new god of war game on ps4 that's overall a great thing it's not inherently bad but i think what it implies about the i think what it implies about the game is where it gets muddy you know what i'm saying but um yeah so i, I no longer rule it out but i'm definitely with you in the hope of that i i do hope that you're right for sure but i don't rule it out anymore but speaking of of course you can play Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, Demon Souls, Godfall, Astro's Playroom, Destruction All-Stars, Valhalla, Madden 21, Dirt 5, Black Ops Cold War, Watch Dogs Legion, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, and NBA 2K at launch day for PS5. Physical edition is $4.99. Visual edition is $3.99. Releasing November 12th at in these countries. United States, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, while November 19th will be for the rest of the world. Are you happy with these prices? How are you feeling, Iraq Knight? It's what we all expected. Uh-huh. Truly. Like, Truly. I'm not surprised. I'm not disappointed. I feel like it's a good price. It's appropriate. Overall, I call this a W. You know what I'm saying? It I think a, I think it is a W. I think it could have been a lot worse, though. So overall, I was very pleased with these prices. It's what everyone foresaw. It's what everyone predicted. It was a very, very safe choice, and it was a choice that, hey, if it's safe, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm completely fine with these prices. I think they're they're very, very great. And considering that, like, if you go with the digital edition, right, and you're someone that over the course of the PS4 has bought more and more digital games and less so with physical games, which I feel like is a crowd that is reasonably large and getting larger by the day, right? Even shipping away COVID from the whole thing, even shipping that whole as of it, digital game sales have been growing over the years. A lot more, right? At a very, very rapid pace, right? So I feel like if you're getting a digital PS5, you're paying the exact same price as a PS4 launch back in 2013 
you're paying in 2020 with multiple times faster GPU, CPU, ray tracing, all the good stuff, and overall better like bleeding edge PlayStation 5, bleeding edge console for the same price in 2020. Like that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. It is cool to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm but. yeah. I'm super happy with what with what's going on. Like with with everything going on with the PS5. Like I'm. It, it feels very consumer friendly, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah, and like in 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 an effort to be consumer friendly, are we? taking away from the PS5 games and how they're inherently built. And we will get to the elf in the room as well. The big lie. You know what I'm saying? We will we will get to that as well, for sure. Right? Because that's something that we definitely have to address for sure. Especially I feel like I I I have to address as well as a Sony pony. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh but before we get to that, you know, we were all happy about the price, release date, you know, I do feel for the UK out there, very unfortunate that, you know, shout out to Owen. I feel you bro. Got to wait a week for the PS5. I get it, but um, it does suck in the moment. But overall, after that week, we'll 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 be all chilling for the whole gen. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, it does suck. It is unfortunate. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't include the UK in the November 12th release. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the UK should have been there with us. Well, you know, but they should have won the war. Oh shit. Listen, I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it, but did that thought cross my mind? Maybe. I don't know. Put down your tea and crumpets, UK. All right? Pick up some coffee. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Some coffee. Some fucking coffee. Oh, well. I digress. But shout out to the UK. Much love to you all. PS5 pre-order fiasco. I want to give you a little quick rundown. I did a video on Friday talking about my experience with the PS5 pre-order thing. I thought it was a very funny video. I just I just thought about my experience and what it was because I really do want to look back on this and I want to have like a kind of like video that I can go back and watch and see what it was like during the PS5 pre-order fiasco because it was one for the books. It was it was a legendary thing that was if if you weren't there you weren't there. But you, but here's what happened after the showcase that we just recapped. PlayStation tweeted, quote, PS5 pre-orders will be available starting as early as tomorrow at select retailers, unquote. Why this was not said during the conference, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because this absolutely did not happen. Right. As you recall, Arachnite, we were uh, doing the, um, we were still rolling live during the showcase reactions. Walmart starts popping up on their pre-order links. You know, yeah. I think it was Walmart that did it first. I think Walmart was the one that broke the camel's back and everyone just said, fuck it. <laughs> and just opened the pre-orders. It was insane. It was wild, right? And it was so wild that we even have PS5 breaking pre-order records at some retailers. So this is, of course, coming from Push Square. Uh, this is, of course, citing Curry's PC World in the UK is one such example. According to the press release, the technology store ran dry of PS5 players in just 10 minutes online and four hours in physical shops, smashing previous records. The retail is yet to confirm whether it will uh, have more stock to be allocated. Things were crazy. Things were crazy. Um, it was wild, and it was so wild that just before we started recording Road to PS5 this morning, Palacian tweeted this. 
Let's be honest, PSR pre-orders could have gone a lot more smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. So yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. It was wild. Definitely wild. Um, I will say one thing before I would like your opinion on this. Is that like, I definitely did not foresee PlayStation even mentioning this whole thing. So if if all else, you know, I do appreciate them addressing and apologizing for the pre-order debacle. Even after they said on, you know, the head of marketing on Jeff Keighley's DualSense hands-on thing that, hey, we, you know, PlayStation gamers, fret not. You'll have plenty of time to know when pre-orders go live and you'll have ample time to prepare for that. He said, quote, it will not be like a minute's notice and it literally was a minute's notice <laughs> like it's literally what happened you know what i'm saying so i do appreciate above all else them being honest on the pure stuff and apologizing for that you know doesn't yeah. make it right you know it is what it is that's that's i mean i really am not affected that much because i have a psr pre-order and i know a lot of people don't so definitely if you are out there wanting to get a ps5 and you're frustrated with it totally hear that totally understand because if i was on that side i'd be frustrated as well i'd be way more mad about it yeah you drove up to gamestop in a pandemic to get a ps5 bro it so you know what (laughs) man we got a discord call right i i call my cousin and my friend i'm like listen shit's popping off like it's live guys online my card is not working walmart keeps declining the pre-orders because there's so many people trying to get a pre-order but I heard that, yo, in store on GameStop, they are doing them right now. I said, fuck it. I got my mask. I got my hazmat suit. You know what I'm saying? I got I got my gloves. And I went out into the brave new world that is COVID 2020 and went to GameStop. And I did it. It was wild. It was wild. I got the third. So at least, so to give you guys a little more context too, if you guys missed Friday's video, but definitely go check out that video because I, I thought it was really funny. But beside the point, at least at my local GameStop, they told me that they had 10 standard PS5s with, with, with the disc and 5 digital edition PlayStation 5s for day one launch of PS5, and that's all they had available. Oh. That That's all they were given. I'm not sure how that compares to PS4 numbers because I know with my... Because I also got one of, one of the last PS4s back in 2013 at my local Walmart. Um, and I think they had like 15. I think it was 15 and like I was like I was like number 13. Like like I almost didn't get the PS4. It, like if I had waited like another 5 minutes, I would have been screwed up a PS4. So, I could have closed then too. So, but yeah, that was that. I have secured it a digital edition. Love to see it, but how was your experience been with PSR pre-orders or Night? How are you feeling? Um, uh, I tried, I failed, I was like, you know what, that's an L. A few hours later, Wario64 tweets that Best Best Buy has them in stock, first try. Mm. And I was like, cool. It's like, should I get one for myself? It's like, let me try again. And then it didn't work. It's like, you know what, I'll take that as a sign. It's fine. Like... Apparently the PS5 is super beefy. Yeah, it's a big boy. It's a big boy. I have no idea where I'm going to put it. I mean, I I did some measurements. 
<laughs> I can't believe I'm measuring my desk for a fucking console I don't have yet. But um, it looks like the PS5, it's going to fit snug, but it's going to fit where my PS4 Pro is. You know what I'm saying? Then my plan is to have the PS4 and PS3 alternate where the PS3 is plugged in on my desk setup. You know what I'm saying? But the PS5 is going to be the primary console, of course, on top. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's definitely a big boy for sure. It's a, it's a big boy, but Hey, I like that. But like, honestly, you know, from, you know, homie to homie, if you're trying to get a PS5 day one, I can, I can assist in any way possible. You know what I'm saying? I could, uh, I could figure something out. I could, I could, I could finesse the system. Maybe. Uh, the, the, it's funny that you mentioned that I've been seeing so many posts online, like it, uh, uh, let me let me preface this with with uh, like an obvious statement. Robbery is not a joke. However, <laughs> I'm going to make a joke of it. It's like I've been seeing a lot of posts online. It's like me waiting outside someone's house to snag a PS5. Bro, I've been added to three lists on Twitter that <laughs> are adding people <laughs> that are adding people that confirm the PS5 pre-order that they're gonna fucking rob me. <laughs> Bro, I'm scared. Dude, I love those lists. They're so funny. Bro, I'm scared. Bro, I'm fear I'm fear listen, I'm listen, I'm not lying. I'm probably gonna go to my apartment come back and say, hey, listen, yo, look, man. I don't mean to brag, but like, you know. I run the biggest, you know, I'm co-host of a PS5 podcast that's, that's you know, popular on the internet. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm going to need some extra, extra security at my household. You know what I'm saying? So we can send a gentleman over for like a week. Maybe, you know what, honestly, through through the end of the year. Let's not play. Through through the end of the year, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a guard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying for me personally, but for my place of residency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's wild out here, man. It's wild out here. I know it's jokes for the most part, but who knows? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm sure it's just jokes. Like, it, it it's it's funny to see the uh, like the posts, like people, like have you seen the SpongeBob one where he's like, like sitting in a mask with like Air Force Ones, and a gun. <laughs> oh man. It's oh, it's fun. Like it's 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 definitely like people are making like despite how how much of a debacle this was. Like, yeah, people, yeah, people are laughing and enjoying like the jokes that come from it, which which I can appreciate. Like for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, I definitely do feel bad for those that didn't get a PS Five when they wanted to. Like yeah, scalpers definitely. Suck. Definitely, we're not totally like discrediting like the overall like fuck upness that ca that happened with this whole thing for sure. Yeah. Like it's it's fucked up for sure. Um, but at least I feel like the majority of us are laughing about the uh, situation. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> that like that we're at least finding some silver linings that we can make jokes and all that. But um, but yeah, I just hope that everyone that's looking for a PS5, I really hope you get one. I really do. You know, and um. We'll see if it actually happens. That hey, we are going to restock these pre-orders throughout the next few weeks, and you know there'll be plenty, allegedly at launch, in stores. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see, yeah. but we will see. I definitely but. do feel, especially after the whole thing with the three thousand series, the Nvidia 
graphics cards. Mm. Yeah. We talked about that briefly before the show. Like Yes. Yes. With uh, with uh, bots and scalpers and all them, like also I'm pulling all all like with the drop shot and crowd. If you're a scalper, go fuck yourself. Mm. Damn. Did you secure a three thousand series? Absolutely not. <sighs> they were sold out I'm... in they were sold out in two minutes. Cause I know that you were you were you were going for that too. Damn, man. Like the Fuck. That's they launched at seven AM. Okay. Six fifty nine. I see the clock turn to seven. I refresh. They're gone. I saw some guy streaming and like it literally was I swear on my life a frame. Yeah. It was like a frame like buy and then it was sold out. I was like, What? Yeah, I no, big bro. People have bots. In order to scan the internet and buy a certain amount, yeah, linked to a bank account that has like I saw a guy post online. Uh, he bought forty five thousand dollars worth of PS fives. Like, fuck! Like, <laughs> he used a, he used a bot to to procure. Like that is consoles. That is insane, man. That is insane. Also, side note, while, while we're talking, while I do not, um, I did not ha- ha- have the ability to buy a digital and a physical, because I, I did ask the GameStop employee. I was like, hey, man, are you allowed to sell two? I'm not saying I'm gonna buy two because I probably won't, but I, I'm just asking for sake. And at GameStop, they were not allowing you to buy more than two consoles, only one per customer. Makes sense, obviously. Yeah. Um, but my cousin did get a standard edition with a disc, so we will have unboxings on the channel of both digital and physical. So did you get a digital? Is, I got a digital, yes. Ooh. Which okay. I've been hearing is a fucking unicorn. That it's rare. I've been I've been hearing a lot of that too. That like the digital edition is like really rare and really hard to find on pre-orders allegedly. Oh yeah, it's but, because it's cheaper. Yeah. That and like it seems like they're may- manufacturing less of them for sure, um, but yep. So I have a digital. That's cool. But my cousin got it standard, so we will be. He is so graciously allowing me to unbox his standard edition as well. So I'll I'll probably still let him unbox it, but I do want to record it. So yeah. so uh, yeah, I'll awesome. definitely let him let him do the honors. But I did tell him to come over for content for sure. So yep yep. Um, what else here? So, yeah, I mean, here's, I mean, that's the only thing that has me worried. Because, like, while the PSR pre-order definitely did not go smooth, Xbox is definitely lining up their pre-orders where, like, it, it, it on paper, it should go as smooth as possible, for sure. Like, like they have definitely made the right steps. They laid out a date. They laid out a time in multiple different time zones as well. So, it, so it looks like, overall, their process on paper is, is supposed to go as smooth as possible. And I hope that it will. Like, I honestly hope that it will go as smooth as possible. But I'm just worried about seeing how the 30, 30 series of NVIDIA cards went and that whole thing. Like, I'm I'm fearful of the Xbox pre-orders. Like, we will see on Tuesday. But I really hope that it doesn't try the same fate, bro. I really hope it doesn't. You know? Like, that's going to be super unfortunate. Yeah. I, like, it was, it, it was tragic. Like... I, I was really looking forward to grabbing a uh, 3080. Yeah. To like get those like those like crisp 
like frames for like Cold War because we both know that like we all know that they're not gonna optimize that super well and like for cyberpunk but after seeing those cyberpunk specs like I don't even need it <laughs> really yeah no cyberpunk is optimized as hell nice, nice. like you know it's you only need 12 gigs of RAM uh, huh. for the recommended thing like I have 32 and that's I know that's a small component of it I don't remember all the specs off the top of my head but I do remember seeing it and being very, very comfortable above the recommended state. And it's like, yeah, let's I go. mean, I thought, I mean, I thought at least recommended would be 16. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So for it to be 12, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Good to hear, though. Good to yeah. hear, for sure. I might have just sure. saved like 800 bucks. I think, I think the last thing I want to pull out, too, is that, like, man, like, what I'm really fearful of is a Series S. Because, like, I feel like Scalpers will just eat that shit up. It's two ninety nine. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are going to buy all of them. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, bro, I really hope that. I mean, I don't even know how you could, I don't even know if there's safeguards around scalpers. I don't know how to combat that. I have no idea how that, you know, how one would even start to differentiate, like, a scalper from a genuine person without, like, you know, you having to put in some personal information before you get to checkout, like, or something like that. I don't know how that would all work out, but man dude i really hope that they don't have a problem with that but i feel like they're almost the number one target right now like they have the date they got the time they have a 299 console that's heavily sought after right now like man i don't know man hope i really really hope it goes well though really really hope it goes smoothly but lastly here arachnite let's hit the big let's hit the big boy here PlayStation Blog says, quote, Additionally, we know that the PS4 community will transition to PS5 at different times, and we're happy to announce PS4 versions of some of our PS4 versions of some of our exclusives. Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. While these three games were designed to, to take advantage of PS5 and its unique next-gen features like the ultra-high-speed SSD and dual-sense controller, PS4 owners will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of launch games include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc versions of these games include a free upgrade on the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray H wait Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. Greetings from Kevin as I am editing this podcast. I forgot to include the tweet that I tweet out for the question of the episode for Road to PS5. I forgot to bring it up during the podcast. My bad. Sorry about that. I'll just bring it up here right now. So I put up the poll for Road to PS5 this week, which just simply said, how do we feel about once reported, quote, PS5 exclusive games now coming to PS4? I had four different options and they were great. PS5 by can wait. Another one that was bad, PS5 games are being held back. The other one was indifferent, and the last selection was understand but disappointed. We had 31.7% taking the lead with great PS5 buy can wait. Bad PS5 games held back were at the number three spot as right under the indifferent, which was at 26.8%. And then the lowest one was understand disappointed. So definitely we have a range of a lot of people are definitely disappointed um, in the 70%, but the big biggest crowd are those that are happy that that uh that uh, these games will be playable on ps4 and they can wait to buy a ps5 so that was what the bulk of you guys said i will link that 
uh, whole tweet and the results for that down below in the description. So be sure to check that out if you guys are not aware. And also follow the Twitter because we always ask you guys questions for every single Road to PS5. So back to the main episode. Arachnid, what are your thoughts? PS5 games coming to PS4. Like I said, very consumer friendly. I'm excited to see like how well they run on a PS4, like the like side by side videos, because I'm not mm-hmm. gonna buy like I'm not gonna buy two versions. Like yeah, I'm excited to see how that performs. I think it'll be cool. Like shout out like like definitely a thumbs up to Sony for like looking out for people that can't buy a PS5 at launch or within the first year or two because of financial reasons, especially during the uh, in the situation that we're currently in. So shout out to them. Like that was a uh, like it, you don't really hear stuff like that. You especially don't hear things like that from Nintendo. But we have heard that from the Xbox side, though. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think like we we got to address like oh, you know you know what? First, let's let's start off with this is a positive thing, right? Yeah. Like this is inherently a good thing, right? And we will get to why it's contributed as a negative as well going forward. Um, but to first start off with like overall, like this is a great thing. Like it's great that I will be able to talk about Miles Morales with someone that has a PS4 and not a PS5. But like that's beautiful overall you know what i'm saying um but where we get to the issue is that of course the lead up to ps5 the main thing was that ps5 games that were especially ones that were positioned as ps5 games like miles spider-man miles Morales, psycho big adventure horizon horizon for Forbidden west primarily as well um they were all touted as to a to a similar vein as ratchet and clank drift apart where it is a ps5 game that the ps5 fundamentally will change the way games are developed with the ssd and the way they're utilized and the way they're ran to so much of a degree that it would be impossible for them to run on ps4 you know what i'm saying and that like the 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 promise of the ps5 is that we are going to get games that are truly optimized for the ps5 now it's a, now it's looking like this is not the case you know what i'm saying at, at least on paper right because, like, I, like, there was actually a quote by Xbox. I think it was Aaron Greenberg. I forgot who said it within Microsoft. But um, there was actually someone, like, bringing up the same point that we saw throughout the hardcore PS5 fan base that were saying that, oh, Xbox games will be held back by these the um, Series S and the Xbox One because they all have to be playable on those machines and that will then inherently hold back the series x because you can't you know build from the series x and go backwards you have to go up you know what i'm saying and we had someone from from microsoft i wish i pulled up the quote actually so like i'm really sorry that i don't have a direct quote but he was saying that like that's not at all how it works nowadays like nowadays like they are able to you know fine tune for each platform in a reasonable fashion that isn't as um like affected by the lowest common denominator in previous years of gaming right and if we couple that sentiment with you know on the blog them saying that while these three games were designed to take advantage of ps5 and its unique next-gen features like ultra high-speed ssd and the dualsense controller right like just looking at that right that's straight up saying that these games inherently were designed to take advantage of PlayStation 5. 
right? Like, right. if that reigns ultra true, like, that's what I'm really waiting to see here. You know what I'm saying? Is like, now, again, like, they, they, they have inherently lied about these PS5 games to a certain degree, right? Like, with, with them being positioned as these games that are, are only possible on PS5 hardware. Like, like that has happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have definitely stepped back from their stance that they they had quotes in May, you know, specifically Jim Ryan talking about how, like, um, you know, we believe in generations and we believe in a leap in gaming and we believe that, you know, we want to cultivate games that will really take full advantage of the PS5 and that will, that why, and that is why we are requiring a generation leap. You know what I'm saying? And now that seems a little bit less so because these games can be ran on PS4 uh, via the PS4 versions of these games, right? But if we have a future, if we see come November that my Miles Morales is running drastically better and is really taking advantage of the... Because I do think that overall it will take advantage of PS5. Like, I'm sure that I will have a better game quality-wise as opposed to a PS4 version. The real question is how far of a gap it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we looking at here? Because with with, with PS4 Pro and, and PS4, I would say overall that, yes, the, the PS4 Pro is a better quality game, but they've really optimized those games to run very well on PS4. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in the PS4 era, definitely games were made to run on PS4 and then upscaled and, you know, fine-tuned to run better on a PS4 Pro. But I don't know if we will see that close of a parity from PS4 to PS5. And I assume we'll see a lesser version of that from PS4 Pro to PS5. You know what I'm saying? But I still think both of those divisions will be wider than PS4 to PS4 Pro ever was. That's what I'd like to hope that's what I would like to hope to believe. But then when you bring that in as well, it's like how much worse can they put out a PS4 version of Miles Morales without tarnishing the overall quality of what you're experiencing? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, because, yeah, because like they they wouldn't want first party games looking like shit on PS4. You know, that would be bad overall. Yeah, no, I, I I'm sure that they're like, it's all about optimization. Like we've seen the the fullest capabilities on what the PS4 can do, even a baseline PS4 can do in games like God of War and Part Two. And like Ghost of Tsushima, like we've seen it. We the console still holds up well, so it's all it's all a matter of optimization. And since these are only like the heavy hitters, Morales, Forbidden West, and Sackboy, like these are the heavy hitters. These are games that people pay attention to when they think about the new console. So I'm sure they have they are putting in a team specifically to make sure that these games are as optimized as they can possibly be without because horizon already had a rocky already has a rocky reputation right now because of the pc port which i rebought i was like you know what i like horizon i'll, I'll support it 
Uh, I forgot why I refunded it. <laughs> Is it still in a pretty rough shape? Uh, yeah, no, it's not great. I would like this to be like a low-key like weekly segment i ask you like how is the pc port horizon doing on this like, particular week is it better is it worse what do we got <laughs> it's just like it's crashed a good handful of times like it's not great but it's it's getting better like i just don't want to play it anymore i uh, know i mean i uh, i feel you i feel you it's like i i just paid like like 50 bucks for this game or however much like I have to play it, but I really don't want to anymore. Like my my excitement has been completely destroyed. So, Arachnite, I say just let it cook. L let it cook a few more updates. The game can only get better as it as it sits there. I assume, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so I say you know what? Just let it cook. Maybe come back to it. Maybe on preparation for Horizon for for Ben and West. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll try it again a little later, but you know I'm just gonna let it I'm gonna let it cook. So like, overall like, you know, of course you started off your whole endorsement on saying that yeah like PS4 being able to get these you know games that are coming on PS5 as well is a great thing right for sure, but overall like are you fearful of of the parody? Of the parody or lack of parody that that we will see with PS4 and PS5 games, you know, I like considering that these are the heavy hitters, not particularly. Like if it were like a like a indie game or an indie company doing the optimization, then I would be a little worried. But we've seen like just how well like a good optimized product can be because yeah. like like uh ori and the will of the wisps on the switch the switch is well in terms of raw power it is it is a potato light <laughs> god damn taking shots like i love the switch but it, it's like it's like a clock powered by a potato compared to what we have dude it is sitting downloaded on my switch bro i cannot fucking wait to play that thing oh my god i can't wait i'm so excited mm. 10 out of 10 but but yeah but what makes this conversation really difficult as well is that like you know while sony wouldn't want to put very like underpowered versions of their games running on ps4 because that would just look bad optically on the game on ps4 in itself right while they yeah. don't want to do that they also really got to prove why you should play on PS5. And that is a difficult line to cross. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be like the PS4 games have to run at minimum good. And the PS5 games have to run at minimum exceptional. For everyone to be happy, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... I mean, I mean, me... I mean, look. Me, I... Um, you know, I have made peace. I am still excited as hell for PS5. I, I cannot wait for this thing to come in because, um, you know, I bought a pro for God of War for the visuals to really experience that. I literally bought a 4K monitor and a PS4 Pro for solely God of War. I did those things at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because I really wanted to, to double down on 4K. I really, I really wanted to double down on the promise of the pro. And I feel like overall I got what I paid for. Like, like it paid off in the end for sure. You know what I'm saying? 
um and and less so about 4k but more about the performance mode on ps4 pro for 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 god of war right um and me being able to be you know being able to play miles miles morales and spider-man remastered in 4k 60 on ps5 like that's fucking great like i can't wait to do that you know what i'm saying so like for me like that is worth the ps5 because i know that is where i'm at with games in, in terms of performance for the foreseeable future now that i have a ps5 right and we don't know how it'll run on ps4 not sure but we know it can't run like shit on ps4 <laughs> you know they're they're just not gonna let that fly you know but we will see we'll see how it goes but yeah overall like definitely um there is some trust that has to be definitely brought back i feel like for sure on playstation camp i feel that they definitely dropped the ball in terms of communication overall you know like um i feel like to go multiple months on touting your ps5 as a true generational leap and all that and then seeing this step back is definitely disheartening for sure you know what i'm saying like it, it definitely leaves 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 our taste for sure um in spite of you know them just essentially doing what xbox is doing as well for this cross generational thing but overall when you ship away that lie like if if they hadn't had just like if, if they were just honest from the start about this whole thing you know what i'm saying like about their intentions about these ps5 games bringing the ps4 i think there would be literally no issue with it and i think overall like there would be an award in uh, an award in what the fuck is that and like this would be applauded overall right you know what i'm saying because like it definitely still is like it, overall like when you look at it at its core it's great that these games will be coming to ps4 you know what i'm saying like like it is it is a great thing for sure you know what I'm saying? Um, I just think it was bad that now they are doing what they pose the opposite in a means to compete with Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a way to push them down. If if they were gonna end up end up doing the same thing, I wish they were just honest about it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's but, yeah. I don't know. Like, I I'm waiting to see. Like. I'm sure they're gonna talk about it eventually. Yeah, I mean, they they came out and apologized and apologized for pre-orders, which I didn't think they would do. So, what I think I would really really like to see from them, right? If they really want to make amends to this, I want to be straight up. But hey, listen, guys, look. Yes, there were misleading comments that were said about the, uh, uh, about these PS5 games. You know what I'm saying? But overall, like we had conversations in the background that we know that a lot of you were not financially in the position to transition to ps5 and we still wanted you to bring these and we still want to bring these games to the ps4 market now that's what that's what they could say to us but internally is it a money thing absolutely <laughs> like there's yeah. over 112 million ps4s out so obviously a lot of this is for a fiscal benefit of course duh right like that's obvious right but they could say it publicly hey you know covid's brought a lot of difficulties we just wanted to make sure that the bulk of our ps4 community can still experience these experience these these great games that's cool right but what i would really love to see is a side by side is a sit down let's take a look at miles morales no no fuck that let's take a look at spider-man re remastered right and let's show you 
the true differences in this. While it looks good on PS4, it's gonna look fucking exceptional on PS5, and this is why you should get a PS5 day one. You know what I'm saying? For the hardcore community. Right. You know? Will they do that? I don't know. But, like, I think that would be a very wise thing to do overall is to really, like, stop the... Or, I mean, you know, like, like at least address the outcries of people saying that, hey, uh, and it's not really... They're not really lying. Like, it's it, it seems like what is going on here, unless we have further details that come to us from PlayStation. But, like, overall, these, you know, Miles Morales sack... Miles Morales, Sackboy, and Horizon cannot be built up from the ground up utilizing fully the SSD if they are going to be running on PS4. And that even spreads from the thing that I don't think can change from the PS4 versions of these games is the overall fundamental design of these games. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless they're doing a lot of work to really make these PS4 games work, from these, I mean, sorry, these like PS5 games work on PS4. You know, like they have low, they have loading instances that don't happen on PS5 and and different stuff like that. Like, if if that's the case, I think that we really need to see that firsthand. You know, yeah, I think I think that should be the next step. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they will be that transparent. I think it would be positive for them to be that transparent. I really hope they will be that transparent overall. But I think to I think that's the best way they could combat this whole thing going on right now, you know? It's just show us the differences. Prove us the differences. You know, if what if what you say is true, these three games were designed to take advantage of PlayStation 5 and its unique next-gen features like ultra-high uh, SSD and DualSense stuff, you know? Like, rather than tell us, I think now we, 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 we need to firsthand see that. And I think they'll be in a better position. But yep, that's that. It'll be an exciting thing to see. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing and hearing about how they've done it, like technically. Yeah. And how it's proven technically. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, hey, I mean, the the opposite could very well happen. I mean, or it's not that improved. Then yeah. we're in a definitely different thing. But like, at least for me, even. You know, any, like, it's a, it's a fact that my PS5 version of Miles Morales will run better than the PS4 Spider-Man Miles Morales. Like, that's going to be factual. You know what I'm saying? Whether that gap is big or small, you know, I'm so happy that I'm going to be playing the best version possible on console of these games. That's what it is for me at the end of the day, you know, truly. Like, that's where I'm at, honestly. After sleeping on it and, and like and like after looking throughout everything and seeing all that's going on, I don't appreciate the lying. I don't appreciate the you know step backs. Um, I don't uh, appreciate them at the end of the day falling in line with with what Xbox is doing. After positioning the PS5 as something that is not what they're doing, but overall, in spite of all that, you know while they still have a lot to do to remend that trust in the community um i'm still hopeful overall that playstation 4 gave me a great generation of gaming it it's been fucking phenomenal mm -hmm. i've i've had a grand old time so 
and uh, based off what they said, like like they are really committing to first party. They're looking to expand first party. They're really looking forward to doubling down on these games and really bring us. We just got a God of War announcement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. I mean, I hope overall that we will see the fruits bear from PS5 in spite of this whole debacle. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't excuse anything. That doesn't excuse anything. <laughs> at least in my book. You know what I'm saying? So. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Also, fuck, man. I'm excited for PS5, man. Yeah. I'm fucking excited for this shit, bro. Likewise. I'm excited, man. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. It's, it's going to be sad, too, because now I'm going to have to start, you know, picking the last games on PS4. It's I'm going to miss the DualShock 4. I, I, I'm going to miss the PS4. You know what I'm saying? I think the future of the show, episode-wise, I think we're gonna start gonna start taking a look back at, you know, some of the good um, PlayStation consoles and take a more historical standpoint leading into PS5 and saying a saying a goodbye to PS4. You know, but we'll see, we'll see. But until then, unless you have uh, any closing thoughts on everything that we talked about today, you know what I'm saying? You may say your piece. Uh, I think I've, I think we both said everything that needs to be said, and just that I'm excited to see how the future develops. That's true. That's true. Well, then at that point, Arachnite, where can the people find you? I am on Twitter at uh, orly underscore macias o r l y underscore m a c i a s. Uh, talk about video games, comic books, all the other good stuff over there. Uh, I am on the PlayStation Source Discord, which you can find in the description below, under the same name of the Arachnite. I am on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Arachnite. Yeah. <laughs> and um, other than that, like, that's that's it for me. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. And, of course, you just watched Road to PS5, the weekly PS5 podcast here on YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source, where you can get filled in on the latest and greatest and all things PS5 as we head to release of the PlayStation 5. You can, of course, follow this podcast every Sunday 10 a.m. here on YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source, as well as hitting that anchor link down below in the description to find links to our to our, to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service just by searching PlayStation Source Podcast Feed or hitting that link down below in the description. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe, as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or link below in the in the description for the Prince tier or the King tier, $1 and $5 respectively, that give you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shoutouts and all PSS content, just like the homies, Caleb Kaiser, Bastel Brody, Owen, and, of course, the luxurious one, the Arachnite. Follow us on our platforms down below in the description, including Discord, Twitter, as well as all the good stuff down below in that description. As well as links to everything that we discussed, uh, that side of the link down below if you want to read for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness, greatness waits. waits. PS5's coming, boys. We're almost there. We're almost there. I think next week we'll start the PS5 countdown. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. All right. See you guys next week.